Well, hello, and welcome back to another skilly, skilly edition of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LaBooth. <laughs> I got some scary, scary stuff for you today. <laughs> well, how is everybody doing today or tonight or whenever you're listening to this? I am Stephen LaBooth, your host. I hope everybody's having a great week. Kind of sucks Halloween's over, but hey, we had fun. But if you're like me, Halloween's every year, all year around. But I hope everyone's having a great week. I just want to say thank you. And next time, for my shout-outs, I will uh, <clears throat> write down the countries where the numbers are growing. Of course, we're growing, you know, in Canada and America, but Brazil, Germany, uh, Indonesia, um, South Africa, I think. There's some other uh, places in Africa I can't think right now. Uh, the Philippines, <clears throat> um, I know Spain, I believe the UK. So all them places, and if I didn't get you, I'm sorry, but thank you for uh, downloading the numbers are getting awesome and amazing, and I just, I think it's cool, man. So keep it up. You guys are doing great work, man. Great work. So with that being said, I guess um, we'll get on with the uh, scary, scary stories. <laughs> okay. Of course, we're still going to be covering schools. I'm on a kick for schools right now, and I don't know why. Okay. We are going to go over the Tennessee High School in Bristol, Tennessee. Put this paper behind it. The ghost of Tennessee High School. When the Bristol, Tennessee public school, public school system was organized in 1888, the school administration were, were forced to use older buildings as schools. The district rented out the Baptist Academy on Anderson, on Anderson, as the uh, girls' school. Cornfield Academy, the nickname, was given to an old building on the corner of Anderson and Tenth Street. It became the boys' school. The first new public school building, which was constructed in 1893 next to the King's College. On 5th Street was called the 5th grade school. The new school where grades 4 through 10 were taught had, had a staff of 7 teachers and 1 principal. The early elementary grades were taught at Cornfield Academy. The next new building which was completed on Alabama Street in 1916 housed the first Tennessee High School. The original section of the present-day Tennessee High School, which include the Stone Castle, was built in 1939 in, or built in 1939 on Edgemont Avenue. Additions to the high school were made in a series of 10 years, of 10-year phases. 
following extensive renovations to the main building in oh in the main building an 8000 seat arena was added in 1977 today tennessee high school's pride prides itself on its traditions which include the the uh, glass night ceremony during which the senior class officially passes down the symbols of the school to the junior class Another important leg, uh, legacy of the Tennessee High School is the three ghost stories. One of the school's best-known ghosts is that of a former student named Angus. Many years ago, following the college night ceremony, she was on her way to a dance when the car, when the car she was riding in was struck by a train notoriously uh dangerous it's a notoriously dangerous intersection angus was uh killed killed instantly since the uh faith, since that faithful night her ghost has been seen many times in the original part of the school before the corridors were carpeted students and staff heard ghostly footsteps echoing through the school even though no one hears her footsteps anymore, janitors walking after hours have left uh left have felt her presence. Some people have even said the white figure of a girl passing down the hallways in his book Haunted Tennessee. Charles Price says that every night at midnight members of the uh, chorus re re Hair, uh, of the chorus for an uh, opera saw Angus there were some uh, people that were practicing for an opera and then they saw Angus's ghost floating out of the attic and floating out of the attic and se sitting on the rail above the clock usually continually swinging her legs sightings of Alice Cased at the same time that the uh, production of the uh, operators and plays was held. Another ghost that makes an, an, uh, an occasional appearance at the Tennessee High School is the spirit of an athlete who was, who was walking home from a game one night when he was ran over by a car the athlete was attacked was attached to his school that is his ghost still seen in the field house in the field house during games his ghost is ghost is not nearly as well known as the ghost of uh, agnes i'm sorry it wasn't angus that chick's name was angus the one that got struck by the car the uh, third ghost that haunts the high school is uh, is not a spirit of the live. <clears throat> okay, the third ghost that haunts the Tennessee high school is not spirit of the live of living of a living being. For many years, the spectral image of the 19th century steam engine has been seen rumbling down the hallway to the old uh, to. Uh, they see it going down the hallway and then it vanishes. And it's usually around late at night when they see it. The train's ghost is noisy 
that the uh, vibrations of the engine have been known to cause the entire building to shake. Locals say that one time the railroad passed through the site where the high school is now located. So that makes sense. Hauntings have been important of the school's lure in the United States for many years. For many teachers, many administrators, and janitors, and students, the school is uh, very haunted to some of them. So if you've ever been around Tennessee High School, let me know about that place. Tell me how it is. All righty. Well, let's get ready for our next story. Our next story is the Lincoln High School. The Lincoln High School is in Suix Falls in South Dakota. Opened in 1965, it's also claimed to be highly haunted school. There have been there have been no one no deaths on the premises, yet student teachers and janitors report a tall apparition and other paranormal activities. Here are some eyewitnesses and some experiences that people have seen or felt at the school. Some hear footsteps in the hallway when nobody is present. People hear the sound of keys, j- keys jiggling behind them, but no one is there. A 10-foot tall man in a trench coat floats six foot off the stage floor and then fades away. Then a person walks into an entire window in a flash of light. Doors open and close on their own. Witnesses hear knocking and banging sounds in the basement in the boiler room when all equipment is shut down. People find chairs where they should be in the basement section. One witness also tells the story of her friend's distant husband speaking to her when she uh, entered a room. He said, Car, come here. I got a joke to tell you. This was something he said often when he was alive in the, and would then uh, proceed to tell her, you know, the joke. That's pretty creepy. Well, that was Lincoln High School. Let's go to our next one. Our next one is Roy High School. Built in 1965, the Roy School in Roy, the the Roy High School in Roy, Utah, has been plagued by stories of ghostly encounters and unexplained paranormal activities that tribute to three separate ghost stories. The first is Backstage Mabel. No one who Mabel, no one knows who Mabel was. How she died. Why she why she's at the school. Where was I at? Okay. Now I lose my place. Mabel. Okay, here we go. She likes to hang out in the auditorium, appearing backstage, especially winding, uh, especially on the windy 
on the winding staircase. Witnesses report she is she is a trickster and enjoys turning stage turning stage and other lights off and on. She moves stage stage props and even props disappear. The next ghost is the lady in, pur- in the purple hat is said to be Malavant. She wears a purple hat and attempts to coax people who sh- who see her to follow her. Witnesses report having a forbidding feeling and a sense of evil energy coming from her. The first apparition moves about the entire school but seems to favor hanging out in the halls. Witnesses have witnesses have reported being in the halls when there was no one or just a few people on campus and sensing sensing something staring or glaring at them. Some people believe it is the spirit of a boy who was killed by a train nearby. Well, hey, by the way, if you guys got a story about an old school y'all have been to or y'all went to a haunted school, tell me about it. Go hit me up on uh, Facebook, Ghost Stories Told from the South. I'm sorry if uh, some of these are really shorties. This one ought to be pretty good. This seems pretty big. Okay, our next story is Urban High School in Illinois. The mysterious ghost rumors at Urban High School. Most students at Urban High School have heard the rumors of the haunted tower. The story of the uh, mysterious fourth floor. What's going on? Sorry about that. Where was I at? Okay, the mysterious fourth floor where a ghost supposedly lives. A floor closed off to students since the 80s. The, mis- the, mis- uh, the, mi- the mystery of the tower has always intrigued students at UHS and have now been given a chance to learn history of our ghost and even take a look around on our haunted uh, fourth floor almost every school has its ghostly has its ghost stories but here are UHS's stories of the ghost in the tower has gained popularity even outside of the town our haunted tower story has even made it made the uh, online list of the top top ten haunted schools in Illinois. Coming in at number three. Two classroom two classrooms once existed in the tower. The music room and the art room. There's a there's a there's a flight of stairs on the third floor leading to the former classrooms. But a locked door now keeps students from wandering up there. Or perhaps to keep anything from wandering down. Well, if it's a ghost, it'd go through the freaking door anyway. The tower has blocked. The tower has blocked off in. The tower was blocked off in the eighties, due to renovations. But students and staff at UHS have incited that the real reason for blocking the towers is a tragic love affair between a student and teacher, resulting in the teacher hanging herself in the fire escape. 
Since that time, strange occurrences have been reported around the building. One story is that the door to the tower was discovered to be unlocked for no apparent reason, and it was unknown to who was up there. The police were called, but were uh, uh, hesitant about entering the uh, hesitant after hearing strange tapping sounds in the former classrooms. It's an it is unclear if there is any truth behind the event or even if it's uh, merely a wide story to frighten students. Another, another reason the tower is claimed to be haunted is an unexplained paint peeling. No matter how many times the wall, walls in the room are repainted, the paint soon begins to peel off. This is probably due to all of the air conditioning equipment that is now located in the tower which can cause the room to get extremely humid. English teacher Aaron Lundwich was also has a story involving peeling paint. And one in one of the in one of her former classrooms, she began to notice paint peeling on the wall near the ceiling. As the paint continued to peel off over time, she did not or she could not help but notice that it seemed to spell the word help. I asked my students, what does that paint look like to you? They said it looks like the word help. So I knew it wasn't just me, said Ludwig. She went, she went on to tell, the, uh, tell that the walls were repainted to cover it up. But after a short period of time, the paint began to peel in the same spot, again revealing the word help. That's pretty weird. George Chu was the drama teacher at HSU at UHS for years. He is reliable. He is a reliable source for the tales about the tower. Since he was since once taught a class up there, I happen to be a, a skeptic to the uh, first order so I'm not among those who think ghosts have ever haunted UHS or anywhere else outside the mo the movies however I also love a good story and I'm not above kidding it uh, keeping it alive for others he said he says his old classroom came with a closet in which was a, a strange little window one afternoon, he heard a buzzing noise coming from the closet where the uh, costumes were stored. When he went back to see what it was, he saw a large number of flies drawn to the window, buzzing loudly. That did not mean anything supernatural to me until I saw the class movie Amityville Horror, said Chu. Amityville Horror is a film about a haunted house released in 1979. There is a scene where, is a, where a priest is trying to ride to rid the house of any spirits, and suddenly flies buzz around him and, the, uh, cling, and they cling to the windows. Chu, reca Chu recalled another incident involving a mystery figure wearing a top hat. I've heard stories of uh, custodians who who would not come to work after seeing the tall figure with a top hat and cigar walk down the hallway late at night, late one night 
towards the uh, Iowa Street doors past the vending machines on the first floor. When the custodian followed him, he had disappeared, said Chu. He went to explain that he went to explain that theaters have always had a history of being haunted. Stage super stage superstitions often involve paranormal activity. The theater is having its 100th anniversary very soon, and everyone knows the older's the older something gets, the more haunted it becomes. I'm sure there may be a few spirits hanging about in there. Keep an eye out for the for them when the auditorium reopens next year, said Chu. After learning about the history of our ghosts and the history of our school, I spoke with a man who's all about history, Michael Pollock. He is a history teacher here at UHS and loves a good ghost story. He says he does it he does not deny the presence of ghosts or spirits in our school. No one has proved that there is a ghost, no one has proved that there isn't one either. I like to keep my mind open, said Pollock. Pollock seemed very un unafraid of spirits and ghosts. In fact, he he is intrigued by them. So intrigued that he has been up to the tower to take a look for himself. He said he saw something unusual up there, except mysterious stains on the wall were a rumored were rumored to be blood stains. He also has seen the rumored paint peeling in the room. This has disappeared. He has not gotten to gotten a chance to meet the ghost. I've never been acquitted with this I've never seen a spirit I've never been uh, I've never been acquitted with a spirit in this building but I look forward to the day when I see one he still seemed very confident that he would be that he wouldn't be frightened by the ghost if he ever comes across it they are ghosts I don't I would not think for a minute that they are all bad all right, the harmless," said Pollock. He told him after the uh, renovations in the auditorium are complete, he may get to take me up on the tower to have a look around. The story of the ghost have been with the high school for many years and continues to live today. No one can really be sure how much is behind these stories, but someone in states are st- are still left unexplained. The mystery of the ghost is very intriguing, and I know every time I'm on the uh, third floor, I will be dying to know what is happening just on floor just on the floor above me. Well, well, well. That was uh, that was that story. That one wasn't a bad one. That one was pretty cool. All right, guys, I'm going to get another drink, take a quick commercial, and we will be right back. Well, how's everybody doing today? This is good old friend Uncle Dickie from Borderline Texas Trash, the most popular podcast in the world today. It's climbing up the charts faster than freaking slime on a stein, baby. Well, if you're wondering, what the hell is Borderline Texas 
trash about. And who is this some bitch Uncle Boo? Well, Uncle Boo is the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, babies. We gonna get funky like a monkey on some ton of greens. I'm coming in on white lightning, baby, on a silver saddle to bring you the best of borderline Texas trash, baby. I'm your host of the show, Uncle Boo. We go over everything. We do a little bit of politics at the end, but not much. I don't step into that bullshit a whole lot. But we have fun. I go over stupid world news of the day, talk about uh, stuff from the past, what the cost of living or stuff was like that, and we just talk about all sorts of fucking fun facts, do a little joking around, and my niece joins the show sometimes. We do a little segment called Ash Handy's Garage on Friday nights, baby. That's our live show we do sometimes. And then I got the uncle that I talked to down in uh, Boothville, Louisiana. And he calls sometimes. And we have a little show called Uncle Dickie's Kona. So you guys come check out Texas Borderline, Borderline Texas Trash, baby. I know you will love it. We are on every platform you can think of. Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart. Uh, I mean, we're on everything. We're even on Podbean, man. We even got our own YouTube channel. We even got an Instagram account, and we got our Facebook account. So go check us out, man, and come listen to the show. You'll get to listen to Ash Handy, Uncle Boo, Uncle Dickie, and all the most recognizable voices in this motherfucking podcast in the world today, baby. Because we will get funky like a monkey, I guarantee it. Let's just say, baby, I've wine and dine with kings and queens, slept in dumpsters, ate pork and beans, baby. But I am your host of the show, Uncle Boo, Borderline Texas Trash. Don't forget about it. If you want to listen to a show to just get your mind off this crazy world and all the COVID and politics bullshit, <coughs> come check my show out. Come check me and my crazy family out. Some of the shit we do, we do live uh, shows from the barbecue. So I'll see you later. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that commercial. Our next story is of the Elizabeth V. Edwards School. Elizabeth V. Edwards School. I don't know. That's what it says. Oh. Okay. Let me see if I got all my stuff ready. All right. Well, it looks like I do. Okay. Here we go. The haunting of the Elizabeth V. Edwards School. Spirits are known to haunt the hospital, prisons, and old houses where there has been history of violent death. But it's rare that it's rare when old school buildings are found to be haunted. An exhibition is now is the uh, now vacant. Elizabeth V. Edwards School Building in Bergnet, New Jersey. Named for the woman who served as the school's first teacher and who continued to teach until her death in 1965. The school has has had a long history in the uh, community. It opened in 1930 and operated until 2004. That's not bad. People believe Lizzie never left the school and her that the school after her physical death, but she has remained a good ghost that does no harm. 
She just makes the uh, makes her presence known on occasion. Some say Edwards might have attracted a few ghost friends to keep her company as they haunt the empty halls. People who have worked in the building report slamming doors, lights flicking on and off, and the sound of 1940s music echoing in the halls. Art Walshy, a maintenance worker, claims to have seen the image of a translucent woman on at least three on at least two occasions. He said he was wearing he said she was wearing a floral print dress. Her hair was uh, com- uh was combined in a bun. Bill Cox, a retired New York City detective, has been serving as a serving as transportation and security conductor for the uh Bergenet school system since 2006. His office is located next to the abandoned school. He said he did not believe the ghost stories at first, but then something happened that changed his mind. He said answering an alarm at the school complex early one morning, while there he noticed the lights were on in the uh, second floor of the old uh, Edward school. It was a rainy night and he decided to return in the morning and turn them off. But when he went to the room that had been all lit up that night before, he found that all of the lightings had been turned from the uh, ceiling. The fluorescent bulbs were still there, but just pulled uh, just pulled on the floor. Or just put on the floor. Huh. Uh, while she has been time and has while she has been time in the old building and doing general maintenance work one night he was working alone and on a ladder above an opening door leading to the school's dark auditorium he said he heard a cracking sound and locked and looked down to see that the back door to the auditorium swing open he said the experience frightened him, so he slid down the ladder and uh, in the field and fled the building. The next day, when he got back to retrieve the uh, ladder, he found it he found it moved in another part of the building. And another time, while she said he heard a telephone ringing somewhere in the building, he traced the ringing to the former principal's office. He found the old rotary phone lying on the floor, and it was not attached to the wall. Okay, that's uh, some stuff. I got some more. Oh, man. Whew. All right, I'm going to get a drink. And let's talk some more about the Elizabeth Fifth Edward School. Okay, here's some more stuff I got on the school. Is the old Elizabeth Five Edward School haunted? That depends on who you do, how you define the word. 
for Susan Bowe, founder of the South Jersey Paranormal South South Jersey Paranormal Research Group. Every place is haunted. Some people just aren't turned into the energy or the message. Bove and other group members recently conducted a four-hour investigation at of the 83-year-old school on Route 9. Long rumored to be haunted, they presented the results on October 12th at the high school. It was uh, pretty active, she said. Are these spirits there? Yeah. Are there spirits there? Yes. The group rocked through every room of the school school in the hallways armed with flashlights, electrical voice recorders, and EMF dedicators and digital cameras. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Bevo and the group Bove Oh. Buff and the group members recorded at least six separate voices that night, all of them female. We had a lot of uh we had a lot of audio voices which were kinda cool. Buff said we heard them all night. I was wearing headphones that uh amplified them. Bove was upstairs alone in the room when she sensed a presence. I said aloud I know you are here. She asked who the person was, and the response was Kathy Roma. The Elizabeth Five Edwards School's nickname did not reply when the group members asked if Lizzie was there. But an EMF uh, picked up, light up, or it lit up when the question was asked. Bove asked another, Can you just speak a little louder and tell me your name? The response was, Jenny. I wonder if it's the Jenny from Forrest Gump. Some of the voices responded to particular questions. Others seemed to be more residential in nature, meaning that they weren't in direct response to a question. Just leftover energy from past events, Bove said. One residential voice said, wrong defense. Another, go Bengals. That's particularly telling because the, that's particularly telling because the 80-year-old the school was the original Burnett High School. Group members also captured mist and cameras in some areas of the school, including the old auditorium. But both values voice recordings over pictures. So what did Burnett School Transportation Director Bill Cox think of all the reveal? I have to believe there is something, he said, who made arrangements with the group to investigate the school. The the EVPs that played, they came from somewhere. The photograph evidence was pretty awesome. I would have to say paranormal is alive and well at the Edwards School. So that's... So this might be the first Bergnet being the most haunted little town in New Jersey. The non the nonprofit group does investigations of both private homes and okay. Okay, well this is telling them. 
And, of course, you know, they have light switches that come on and off. They hear footsteps coming up and down the place. Yeah, just a big old-ass school. So, that one was pretty cool, I must say. (coughs) All right, we got one more story. Let's go to one more commercial, and we're out of here. look up at the sky at night and look at the stars and wonder are we the only ones really out here have you ever wondered how much our government hides from us have you ever wondered why so many mysteries go unsolved what really happens what's the clues what's the evidence ever wonder if bigfoot or mothman is real then if so Come listen to this podcast called What's Really, really, out, really there? out There. And I am your host, Stephanie Booth. And, and I am my your father. co-host, Stephen Booth, Afaja. And if you're into UFOs, unsolved urban le- murders, unsolved mysteries, mysteries uh, unexplained stuff that happened, urban legends, we're into all of that. Conspiracy stuff, too. We go dive into that. So if you're looking for a new podcast that tells that kind of stuff, then you uh, need to listen to What's, what's really, really Out, out there. there. And we are on Spotify and iHeart and Pandora, I think. But we are pretty much on every mm-hmm. platform. We have a YouTube channel, too, or channel. So go check that out. It's called What's Really Out There. So come check us out. Once again, I'm your co-host, Stephen Booth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Booth. And this is What's What's Really Really Out There. We'll see you at the next episode, guys. Okay, our next school is the Matthew Well Elementary, or Whaley Elementary. The haunting of Matthew Whaley Elementary School. Williamsburg is one of the oldest cities in America, founded in 1699. The town is a popular tourist attraction for many uh, sightseers. Excuse me. Sadly, with so much rich history, a lot of the tragedy is here. Williamsburg is one of the most haunted cities in America, as well as the most historic. (coughs) One of the ghosts that frequent the city is Matthew Wiley, who haunts the elementary school that's named after him. In addition to Matthew, people acknowledging the ghost of two other boys that were reportedly murdered in the Matthew Wiley elementary school grounds. Both teachers and students have claimed to have seen strange things lurking around the corners. Matthews, Matthew Wiley, Wiley Elementary School, the uh, Maddie School. The Matthew, Wiley, Matthew Whaley died at the age of nine. The cause of death is unknown. What is known, however, is, the, is that after his death, his mother Mary devoted much of her efforts to honor her son. She was a teacher at the small grammar school which her son attended after he died. She expanded the school to help uh, needy children. Uh, 
It was a it was a free school that became known throughout the community as Maddie's school. When uh, Mary left for England, she introduced the unke- the upkeep of the school to the Barden Parish Church, the institute that houses her son's grave. Her efforts to honor her son are still remembered today. When Mary died in uh, 1742 at the age of 34 years of age, she donated 50 pounds to the school. Sadly, the school did not see the money for more than a century because of legal issues. The years leading to the renovations were stagnant. The Revolutionary Revolutionary War and Civil War had a lot to do with this. However, However, in 1870, the school received the money in... And by this time, the amount had grown to more than 8000 Using the money to, to the community built to two-room brick building and renamed it Maddie's School. After the original establishment, shortly after this, the community added a second building at the school, renaming remained here it remained here until 1929 in 1929 the uh, Connolly Williamsburg Foundation bought the lot to re- reconstruct the governor's place the college of william and mary ended up restoring the school furthering their wish to uh, help needy children the third and last location of the school became 301 Scottsdale Street, Williamsburg, Virginia. It was it was at this point the school became known as the Matthew Wiley School. Today the school is in high, is a highly regarded educational institute in Williamsburg with 4471 students enrolled. The school offers classes in arts, technology regarding, I mean reading, learning, speech and etc and staffs full-time guidance counselors and nurses the matthew wiley elementary school is is excelling in childhood education while most likely will be around for a long time okay let's get to the hauntings what do you say Williamsburg, Virginia is home to many haunted establishments. One of these institutes is the Matthew Wiley Elementary School, considered to be one of the most haunted schools in the country. The school is an important part of history to Williamsburg. The locals remember Mary Wiley's charity and the tragic death of her son, Matthew Wiley. Matthew was born in 1696 to his mother, Mary, a schoolteacher, and his father, James Wiley, a prominent merchant in the community. Matthew's mother's ran a, mother ran a small grammar school in their backyard, to which her son attended. Sadly, Matthew died at the age of nine on, in, uh, on September 26, 1705. Mary and James had lost their only son. No, one, no one's internally sure how Matthew died. There are theories that he died of uh, pneumonia or some tragic accident 
or at sea on a random uh, trip from England. When he died, however, Mary expanded her grammar school to assist education in unprivileged children. Sadly, shortly after Mary's death, Mary's husband, James, died as well. Distrut, uh, distrut. Mary abrupted herself to England before leaving, and they signed the school over to... We already know that. This don't say shit about the hauntings. Both students and teachers have reported seeing Matthews go throughout the uh, school grounds and has been seen in restrooms on a path that leads to the uh, Capital One, the school playground, and various uh, people have seen him on Halloween night. Teachers and students have also heard footsteps in, in empty hallways and classrooms. They describe the figure as an apparition that re resembles a boy. Many people are skeptical, not only because it's a ghost, but also because the current school is not the original one and Matthew's grave is elsewhere. Well, that still don't matter. So, hmm. Well, that's about it for that school. Well, guys, I hope you all enjoyed the show today. I think it was pretty good and pretty scary. But you guys still got some homework to do. Keep downloading for me and tell everybody about the show, guys. Because it's really starting to kick off a little more and more. And it's getting kind of exciting and cool. And I just want to thank all of you out there for for listening, for subscribing. And uh, keep giving me some five-star views. Go to Amazon, iTunes, wherever you got to do that. You can even do it on Spotify. Give me some reviews, guys. So let's keep getting my numbers up, get my followers up. The YouTube channel is doing awesome, so go check it out. I've got it all caught up. So, yeah, I'm just very excited, and I'm glad you are along for the ride. I love telling these scary stories. But I'm still going to be covering some schools this month, and then next month being Christmas. I don't know. I'll find something groovy to talk about in December. But you guys be good. Don't be too scared. Stay. Stephen LaBooth will see you next time on Ghost Stories Told from the South. You kids be good. Bye.